listening to A to the K. 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 Talk Podcast. Check it out. Change your life. You'll be thanking me later. So we are here with the incredible Georgia Smith, daughter of wrestling legend, the British Bulldog. Georgia, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, we were going back and forth, and now I'm here. And December uh, <laughs> 1st, 25 days till Christmas. Woo, this year's almost over. <laughs> Where did the year go? Where did it go? Um, but yeah, we just want to say a massive thank you. You know, we know that you're super busy, so for taking the time out of your schedule, we know we really appreciate it. So yeah, welcome. Welcome again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So um, I, if we could, I'd like to start with um, probably a fairly open-ended and fairly big question, but obviously you are, you're the daughter of UK wrestling royalty and the daughter of Canadian wrestling royalty. So I suppose <laughs> the, um, the first question I'd like to ask is um, just what was it like growing up in, in the crazy world of professional wrestling? Oh boy, it was, uh, I wouldn't change my childhood for anything. It was really, really fun. Um, you know, my dad looked like a superhero. <laughs> getting picked up by him at school I didn't realize how like famous he was until I think it was when I brought him to school one day and there was like a swarm of kids around him and um yeah uh, kids really liked me after that day (laughs) (laughs) um and then in Canada with the hearts it was really really fun um you know we had a wrestling ring in our yard and we also had the dungeon in the basement so it was never a dull moment you know I've got like 40 first cousins because my mom's one of 12 so, you know, all my cousins are pretty much like my built-in best friends. And, you know, we all, wrestling and family was our lives. And, uh, you know, I wish the hard house was still around, you know, for us to see. Or it, it's still around, but you know what I mean? Like, to yeah, actually yeah. go have my, my family, you know, at Christmas time. But, uh, you know, those are memories and times that I really cherish. And, uh, you know, maybe someday if I write a book, you know, you guys will hear all my stories. Do you know what? That, that, would, be, that would be an amazing book, to be fair. Certainly one we'd pick up. Oh, well, thank you. You never know. Thank you. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, so obviously, you know, the work that you're currently doing to keep your dad's legacy alive, you know, we just think it's absolutely amazing. Can you tell us a little bit more around, you know, how it all came about and everything that's kind of gone into to the work that you're doing? I just want to say your guys' voices are like so polite. It's really nice. Polite <laughs> 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 proper. Um, yes, yeah, so that came about uh, January 2019. It was January 7th. Um, I was going through some personal things in my life and I just wanted like some fulfillment and I was like I don't know I just felt like my dad there wasn't any real platform for him like I felt like there were some tribute pages but I don't know I just was, was saying one day to my colleagues I was like you know do you think I should maybe start like an Instagram page for him and you know just see I didn't expect anything from it I was just like you know just for fun and that people can share their pictures and videos and content and art and I don't know. And I didn't expect anything of it. Next thing I know, you know, now he's close to 60,000 followers. And, uh, you know, that my dad has done that a lot on his own because of his name and everything. But I work every single day, every morning, every day I do. I, I, you know, I work for my dad. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, my dad's my dad, but now I have like this business relationship almost with him now. And I'm talking to companies and going down different business venues and avenues. And I'm like, this is so crazy, you know? And my dad's been gone for nearly, you know, 20 years. He's had no new content. Uh, you know, he's finally in the hall of fame, but, um, but you know, from what I've been kind of told was, you know, his page was kind of like, it pushed him into the Hall of Fame. And as you guys saw, I'm working with WWE on a, on a documentary for him. 
and you know a, a, a big topic and a big conversation and one of the reasons why they did the documentary was because of his his, his huge growth he's had mm. and um you know doesn't cost anybody anything it doesn't cost me anything it's just you know you guys like share post and it's like we're all just like a team Davy movement we're all just in this together and we're just there to support him and um you know i i don't get like a lot for what what i do but i i love i love it you know like mm. i i don't it's it's a it's a labor of love for me you know when i post something i don't get like money or anything obviously as you guys know but i think people think that like oh yeah she's just living off that and it's like <laughs> No, that's not the case, but, um, you know, I would do anything, anything for my dad and I will continue to do so, uh, for as long as I live, um, for, and as long as I can, and I don't see why or how or when that would ever stop. So, um, I, I do it for the love of him and I'm, you know, a, like his number one fan, <laughs> kind <laughs> no, of biased. No, it, it is, it is amazing. And, and, you know, for us, like, um, he, he holds a special place for us because we're not yeah. just british we're we're northern i think um he, like he, he's from our, our end of the the country as well and um you know it's really surreal that you, you don't like you don't often see uh someone sort of that close in that sense um making it to the big time like he did and um i mean for me i, I don't who else could sort of honor davy better than yourself i think um the work you've done on on his social medias is fantastic and it's, it's brilliant to know that that has had that connection to the hall of fame because i think uh, both yes. Al and i have said uh, on multiple times, you know, it's about time. Um, in all yeah. fairness, and yeah, it, it's fantastic. Um, oh, thank God! <laughs> that's a, awesome. Uh, I mean, one thing I did want to ask. Uh, obviously, because wrestling is such a big part of your life, um, and forgive because you probably get this question a lot when you do these interviews. But um, ha has there ever been a point you've been tempted to to uh, lace up the boots, as it were? No. Um... Just from like a young age, uh, my dad kind of laid down that line and that law and was like, no, you're, this is not the life I want you to have and want you to do. And at that time, you know, as I've you know, said in interviews before, was like there wasn't any real female role models like in wrestling. You know, it was all like, you know, early 2000s. Like my dad was still around. It was like the bras and panties matches. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> No, I, I can I can totally see his points. Um, I mean, one thing we've we've talked about quite regularly on our podcast is is how different women's wrestling is now to what it was when we were kids. Um, yeah. and for the for the right reasons, but yeah, I I take your points back. Back in that day, um, it was very yeah. bra and panties and that sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, and there's actually an interview with my dad, and they're like, you know, what do you think of her doing that? And he was like, absolutely not. He was like, yeah. she can do anything, you know, I'll support her, but uh, no. And when he was growing up, you know, back in the 70s with the Big Daddy days and the 80s and stuff, it was it was a lot different, the wrestling, compared to now, uh, with women especially. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. days, women, they didn't really have a place. Like, it wasn't very popular. So, you know, it was just kind of the, the name of the game, and I always respected that. And I think my dad, my dad loved what he did, but there was some things where, you know, he had lots of injuries and as you guys know, with like one night only and stuff, I think that affected him personally. Mm. And you know what I mean? Like that kind of hurt him. And I think he was like, I don't want my kids to, or more so my daughter to, to have to go through that. You know, I want her to have the, the best in life. I want her to have the, the best in the world and I, I'll, I'll give her whatever and help provide and do whatever, but no. So I told, I, I respect that. And there has never been an, an inkling or a, 
that me wanting to ever get into it, I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm like the least athletic person ever. <laughs> I, I'm not very, I'm not, you know, hair, my brother's six foot five, two sixty, two sixty five. It's, it's made for him. You know, I, I just yeah. wasn't made for me. I, I like to watch and be a spectator and support, but yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm now like past that point. I'm, I'm too old for it now, but you know, maybe uh, I my mean- yeah, you're in our age group. We're not too old. We're we're young. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> so um, kind of going back a little bit to the work that you're obviously doing uh, with your dad's legacy and stuff. We heard that you may actually be coming to Liverpool next year for the for the Love of Wrestling convention. Maybe showcasing yeah. some of your dad uh, dad ring gear and stuff. Uh, you know, I know it's moved around quite a bit with everything with COVID and stuff like that. But are we going to see you next year? And if so, what? What can the fans expect? Yeah. Who, uh, who... Yes, I will be there. I know it's been postponed a couple of times, like you said, but uh, whenever they want to go ahead, I, I, I'll i do it. I'm ready. I'm excited for it. And it was requested by popular demand from people because they saw I did two other wrestling conventions with it. And, you know, they were like, why can't this come to England? And it just happened. And I'm really grateful for it and appreciative. And I thought, what better place to do it than, you know, like my dad's stopping grounds, you know? Oh, Not, yeah, you yeah. Know? North England but uh I've got I've got so many things like as you guys can see of my dad's stuff in here because mm. we've been doing back to back to back filming and you know my room is like a British bulldog <laughs> you see him right now I've literally I've got my phone on like a, a bunch of my dad's wrestling figures to keep it up <laughs> but uh yeah you'll see some of his gear <clears throat> um, I'll bring my mom's old SummerSlam 92 jacket um yeah he's got you'll see all this stuff all of his tights all the stuff that I was able to get and able to to actually have and retrieve. And my mom actually found some other stuff. There's like this sequin British bulldog like vest that he wore when he was dynamite. I've never seen it before. So you guys will see it, but uh, yeah, he's going to be, I'll, I'll literally have a suitcase full of his stuff for to display. And I'll have his uh, vest you guys have seen. And if you guys mm-hmm. want to get oh, yeah. it's available at uh, Russell Merch Central, but what I like to do is I like to bring it and people can try it on and take pictures and, you know, it's, it's Harley Davidson leather. It's not going to rip or get destroyed or anything. Some people are like, why are you letting people touch it? I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. Like what's going to happen to it. Worst thing I'll put some hand sanitizer on it, but yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's just, I just want people to, to get that experience. And um, I think my dad would really, would really have liked it. So yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. Those two. Yeah. And obviously we're going to be there on a day. Oh, yeah, awesome. we'll be there. We'll see you then. <laughs> I'm supposed to as well do like a, a talk or something there, uh, like a oh, Q and awesome. A. So, and when I come, hopefully I'll have my dad's Hall of Fame ring, so you guys can see that in person. Uh, yeah, I'm. I wish it could have happened, but hey, the build up makes it all the more special, right? Oh yeah, definitely. We've waited right. this long, <laughs> so exactly. So, um, just with with you mentioning your brother um, earlier. Um, I just wondered. Obviously, he's he's still in the in the business uh, of wrestling. I believe uh, MLW at the moment. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Um, so I just wondered, um, sort of, with the way this year's been, how he's finding the wrestling scene at the moment. Not good. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's. Um, I mean, watching it, he likes, but just the wrestling in general right now, like any entertainment, uh, it's you know all his life or his whole professional career, he's traveled and wrestled. And now this has happened. That's kind of like, you know, it's been a big shock to the yeah. system as it has been to everybody. But at the same time, he's not on TV every week. Yeah. So, but I get, I give my brother credit, you know, he's learned Japanese during this time. He's oh, mastered yeah. being 
recipe chef. He's uh, gotten his uh, personal training. I think he's uh, almost, he's got one more week of a uh, personal training course. So he's going to have that under his belt. Um, but, you know, it was just kind of like, like what, what is life without wrestling? Like that's kind yeah. of been like, right. Yeah. So, but I've been trying to keep busy and really train and focus and, um, I think he's just excited for this year to be to be done with. I understand. Yeah. We're oh, seeing <laughs> we're seeing more and more of like wrestling slowly getting back to its norms. Um, obviously, in with the bigger fish like uh, WWE and like the, the starting to slowly introduce audiences and like so. Uh, hopefully, like you say, in the next year we'll we'll have a bit more normality. Yeah, like yeah, that's that's and I that might bring you on to your next question with the the future and all that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel I feel bad for for you know the indie scenes right now it's not mm. no, understandably um but i mean he's definitely been putting quarantine to good use <laughs> he's definitely yeah. picked up a few new skills right yeah than me who's put on like 15 pounds so. <laughs> 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 he's he's doing it he's got he's yeah good good on him um and he been a good example for me like okay well i don't have this right now but what can i do so yeah <laughs> awesome um so obviously, you know, again, going back to your dad, you know, we are huge fans of his work. You know, I've, I've been watching since probably around 1992 when I was just like three or four years old, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, being from the UK and really close to, you know, where, where your dad was from, you know, he was, he was like a, a God in our house. You know, I was chatting, chatting with my dad the other day um, and he was just so, ex- he was almost giddy. He was excited that we got you on the show and he was just so excited about it all and stuff because Davey was obviously his, his favorite. It was Taker and Davey for me, dad. They were like his two um and you know he said like <laughs> he said if if you can ask one thing it's just like he's always remembered Davey as just being so incredibly strong <laughs> so he was just saying like you know looking back would you say Davey was maybe one of the strongest wrestlers in, in the business thought that the business has ever seen yeah for sure he uh mm-hmm. one regret I have is uh well I, I did train with my dad sometimes uh like a few times but I didn't really like you know when you're 13 14 you're like oh, this is kind of <laughs> Now it's like what I would give to like be in the gym with him and to like pick his brain at things. And, you know, I do have his workout regime and his diet and everything, but I wish I had that in person, you know, yeah. to air master with him or, you know, do squats or whatever he did. I, I wish I had that. Cause he was, you know, you guys saw from the early days of world of sports to his size and to where he got to, mm-hmm. you know, that, that wasn't just, an overnight thing and people could be like, Oh, well, he did this. And he, no, my dad trained and worked really, really hard. And yeah. he was also really bad car crash and mm-hmm. like almost died and, you know, fractured ribs and, you know, really broke his neck. And he's still, I mean, that happened in 1989. So look at, look at what he did with his body. He was never victim mentality or was like, Oh, you know, I give up or, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't. He was that, that's, that's a, I look up to that because whenever I'm in a predicament or whenever I feel low, I'm like, well, what would Davey do? Mm, And he always picked himself up. He never quit. And his body is a perfect example of his, um, of his discipline and the strong mind frame that he had, because when you work out that hard and when you're that, that focused and disciplined and you look that good, it's a lot of mental stuff too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. As we all can experience right now. So, um, (laughs) Uh, I, I I give him credit for that, and yeah, he was like the legitimately this probably the strongest guy. I remember I saw my dad like move a car one time, like the back of it, and it was really really hard, but he did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's certainly one of the things that sticks out for us was um, 
just the fact that he was able to lift up, uh, I think it was Typhoon, apologies, because it was many moons ago. Um, but uh, just that, that feat alone is like, wow, that's, <laughs> that's and impressive. Vader. Yeah, Vader, and Vader, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was nothing and could do, you know, backhand springs and, you know, a guy that had a, a massive car accident not too long before that and, you know, lots of injuries and ailments and it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. He was uh, something else. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, sorry to sort of go back to, to something you mentioned earlier, but um, you, you mentioned sort of working with uh, WWE on, obviously they've got their upcoming uh, docu-series, uh, Icons. Um, so just wonder if you might be able to um, potentially give us some sort of maybe behind the scenes sort of hints at what, what we might be able to expect from, from Davey's episode. Uh, I'm really, really <laughs> excited. About um, I can't like say too much. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. I was told about it in July and I've, I had to be quiet about it. And, you know, I took a bunch of pictures like when we were on set and I asked WWE, like, can I post them? And they're like, no, not until it's announced. And they don't have like a set air date for it. But, um, you know, you'll, you'll get to hear lots of stories from me about my dad. You'll hear from, from Harry. And this is actually like probably the first and only time brother be so open about it. Um, just cause you know, it's, we're, we're all, we're, we're still healing from the loss of him. So, you know, so you'll, you'll see a lot of that. You'll hear if my mom came down here and you, you hear her and, um, you'll see lots of videos and pictures and, uh, pretty much like his Instagram, but it's going to be like on a whole other level and they're possibly, I've been working on it. Lennox Lewis might be in it. So. Oh, that'd be awesome. (laughs) Nobody knows that except for you guys now. But <laughs> <Exclusive>. <laughs> I him and was like, or would you be interested? And he was like, yeah, I'd love to. So right now they're figuring out dates and they've got somebody in England that's um, going to interview my granddad and my dad's sister. And nobody has seen anything from my granddad since probably what rampage 91 hmm. when they were outside. If you guys remember that WWE, when uh, Lord Alfred Hayes was like, yeah, and oh, yeah. Mr. Bulldog and Mrs. Bulldog. <laughs> But he, my granddad, and he, I think he's going to say some pretty compelling stuff. Um, you know, they'll show Goldborn, and it's going to be, like, really, really special. And it's going to be one of the last, last episodes that they've got because it's got the, the biggest buildup with everything. We talk about his social media and why do we think everything with Davies become so successful and, you know, the Hall of Fame and what do we think of the Hall of Fame. But uh, they still have to come back and film more. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you know, there's there, there's going to be more stuff, but uh, because they, they haven't they haven't captured this stuff, get that. But yeah, it's just been like I'm I'm glad I got a chance to talk to you guys because it's been back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> oh yeah, we can imagine. <laughs> yeah. See it like, and I mentioned on the Instagram like this. I've never put so much of my heart and soul into something, and that's what I said. Like when they sat down and interviewed me, they're like, "Okay, Georgia, what?" Are, and I was like, "Before we start this." means a lot to me and like I just don't want to give you like yes no answers and I might bounce back and forth or I might like but like this this is really really important to me and I want this to be right and they're like okay so I just tried to have a natural normal conversation and um yeah it's it's I can't wait I can't wait for you guys to see it oh yeah we can't wait (laughs) as soon as they announced it and we were like oh my god (laughs) I know it was on Survivor Series I was like oh my god oh my god I just and they literally just filming little bits of us. So as you guys could see, there was only like a couple of clips of Davey, but more, more to come, more to come. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Um, 
so you know you, you just mentioned then like Lord Alfred Hayes and stuff and it, you know we were thinking of you know some highlights from Davies career you mentioned Rampage you know one for me that was the the Battle Royal at the Royal Albert Hall um obviously again Lord Alfred Hayes on commentary was was amazing for that and obviously everything that, that happened I think I had it on um on VHS when I was a kid and it was like a Silver Vision exclusive in the UK um and I think I just must have watched it probably about 100 times um and it was just so good and obviously Davey won the Battle Royal and we had the whole thing with Andre at the end and yeah. it was just it was just so amazing but I think probably the match that maybe is the most anonymous and we spoke about it with obviously your mum's uh, jacket and stuff as well, but um, obviously SummerSlam 92, Bret Hart, Wembley Stadium, Intercontinental title. I think, was it like an 80,000-seater stadium that sold out within something crazy, like a few hours? And I think it eventually caused an outage in BT's telephone lines. Like... My mom would tell you all about that. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, that, you know, if there's any indication what a mega star he was in the UK, you know, look no further than that. But, you know, he, that probably gets spoken about as maybe his best match or anything like that. But I guess our question is, you know, is that your favourite match? If not, is, have you got another another favourite or what do you remember around that one? Uh, that one's obvious. I think, like, my number one one because of just the match itself, just the, the leading up to it. Um, just the everything and the fact that it was in England and it's never been done again. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, that one, I mean, it broke records and it was just number I mean, one. It caused, it caused a big dispute in our house because my sister was obsessed with Brett and like my dad was obsessed with Davey and I was in the middle because I love both of them. And I remember when Davey won, my sister was crying and my dad was celebrating. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, we definitely love that one. I also like there's the um, a match with Brett. It was at In Your House, I think '95, when like there was like blood. That was a really good match. And my mom actually thought my dad broke his neck in the match. Like my dad does a, a move by the turnbuckles. If you guys rewatch it, and he's got like blood all over which tights. Were, ah, these tights. They're purple now, but they're <laughs> red before. But uh, yeah, though that match, there was a Halloween Havoc with him and William Regal. I really liked. Yeah. Even Regal, as I think he was called, and I I like uh, his and the Rocks matches, like the later later on ones, because like it, I just just a funny do dynamic there, like just mm. a random matchup, and uh, yeah, I've talked to the Rock about those matches, so I'm gonna go with those as my favorites. Great choice. <laughs> um, so. Uh, if I could sort of um, again, apologies because it's double back to things you mentioned earlier. But uh, uh, just talking on, you mentioned that you've uh, you spent some time in the UK, um, and I believe you actually did some TV work while you were out here. Um, notably, uh, the one I recall would be for Wrestle Talk TV. Um, but uh, I just wonder if you might be able to tell us about your, your sort of experience with your time in the UK. Obviously, being sort of uh, apologies if you're Canadian or American, I'm not quite sure what one you go for there. Oh, you live in Florida, don't you? But, Yes, yeah, so I have uh, three citizenships, as does my brother. So I've got Canadian, UK, and American. So I'm lucky enough to live and work in all three places. Mm. And uh, right when I got my UK passport, I just kind of went on the limb to England and moved there. And as you guys saw, I did wrestle talk, and yeah, I was there for five whole years. And uh, I definitely miss it but the only thing was like I was just really far away from my family like I've got my dad's family there but they're very quiet and like keep to themselves and uh you guys know what like the old northern people are like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, uh, I can understand that. I, yeah never like really wants to like bother them um 
So yeah, I just felt like I was just far away for too long. But you know, I, I lived right by Stratford upon Avon, and I saw a lot of cool wildlife. And I I, I learned how to drive there on on the and then I was on the op, a different side of the road. So I, yeah, I drove all over there all the time. And yeah, I, I, it was an anxiety panic attack. It was very <laughs> stressful, uh, but I did it. And I think my dad would be really proud of me that I did that because he's the only other person that I know who's done that. Right. So I think he would be pleased with me. And I, I kind of, I wanted to experience as well. Like, cause my dad always wanted to keep going back to England and always mm. working. There. Obviously he's got his family there, but yeah. you know, prior to when he died, he died in May that September, he was supposed to go to England for a tour. Right. To do appearances and wrestle. Yeah. And he, he was going to be there for like six months and he just always wanted to keep going back. And he loved the, the curries and the, 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 <laughs> in England and he loved like the Chinese food he loved the, the fish and chips just loved it so I was like you know I want to get that experience and uh, see just have that connection and I did I did it that's that's you know a chapter of my life that you know I, I made uh, lifelong friends and uh, you know I I miss it I wish I could go there tomorrow but I can't but yeah that's <laughs> nobody really asks me that so yeah but uh, um, I mean yeah I mean for us uh, obviously uh, from, I always think of the the sort of the culture difference, I suppose. Like, um, for because obviously I've yeah. visited America. I know Carlos quite a few times, and and there is, um, I mean, we love America, but there is a big culture difference there as well. So um, it was one of the things that that I was curious about. I mean, have you developed a taste for any of the foods you mentioned, fish and chips and that sort of thing? It's it's quite unusual for Americans, <laughs> but uh, obviously one of our dishes. So um, have you developed a taste for anything like that? Well, you know what? Another thing was is that in England, I became a pescatarian. In 2015 or 2016, I became a pescatarian, so I then started just eating just fish, and so I, I really became a fish chips connoisseur there. Um, I love cheese and chutney. You, you guys got me started on cheese and chutney and crackers. It's amazing. Um, yeah, the curries, the, the best. Not a lot of sushi. Not a lot mm. of sushi options. Yeah. My we might be a bit bigger on it now. I think you can get it in, in supermarkets and the like, but uh, yeah, not, not a particularly common one in, in Britain. <laughs> no. Uh, there's, I, I love the, when I did eat meat, scotch eggs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah, that's, uh, I think they're, they're quite, they're quite, um, either love them or hate them, scotch eggs, but uh, yeah, quite a delicacy. <laughs> the, very good. I, you know, of course, the Sunday roasts, English breakfast is my favorite. Oh yeah, can't be beat. <laughs> You can't get that anywhere else. And, and England has the best sausages. You can't get those sausages anywhere else, I in my opinion. <laughs> you guys, like, they, like, burst. Here we have, like, little dinky, I don't know, it's not. You guys have, yeah, it's probably why <laughs> fat there. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> awesome. Sorry, um, I didn't slightly turn that into a, into a food podcast. Go on, Carl. I like it. No, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like and, and you know i never knew you were like pescatarian stuff so definitely a great tension <laughs> um but obviously you know you mentioned you know you lived here for five years and stuff um you know did you get to to visit goldborn and, and like this you know your, your dad's old kind of stomping grounds if you will you know i i think we live around about 10 minutes away from, from where wow you was born, so like really really close so obviously um i think anthony you mentioned um that uh, lee town hall has um actually kind of got him in there kind of um yep. fam famous faces thing and stuff have you got a chance to go around and see that yeah i haven't seen that because that just happened uh but i'm also trying to get in the goldborn city center like a plaque or a statue of my dad um with, with right now it's a bit hard but you know i've been talking to the 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 um 
what's the word? The town hall people. I think that's what they're called. Um, the just council. thinking of bins, what it says. It okay. says like, council. Yeah, we're going to leave. Yeah, we're going to council. Yeah, I've been talking. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I the last time I was there was like in June 2018. But when I go there, I you know, I have a car with my granddad. We I, Usually I come at Christmas time this time. And I usually stay for a few weeks. Um, we do that. Uh, we have fosters there with him. I go, I usually see my dad's grave, bring flowers. Um, and then pretty much do that all over again. (laughs) (laughs) We do a gold board in the freezing cold. Um, oh, and I love, I love, um, the Wigan mall. There's a mall in Wigan. It's particularly good. Imagine you've been there a few times, Carl. (laughs) Oh yeah, all the time. It's crazy to think that you live in Florida, you've lived in Calgary, and then you're like talking good things about Wigan. (laughs) (laughs) It does throw a little bit at you. It is, it is, uh, and my mom and I, we took the bus rides from Galborn or like to Newton to Wigan all the time. My granddad's like, Piggy in hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So those are, those are my top, uh, memories there. And, uh, my aunt makes a good cheese on toast that my dad used to have 50 yeah. of. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, one thing I was curious on, um, and I think you, you again, you, you sort of touched on this uh, earlier, but um, Carl and I, we sort of grew up with wrestling being just this this massive thing. Like we, when we were in high school uh, and primary, it, this was at, like that was the peak of of wrestling. Um, and so I just sort of um, wanted to get an idea of sort of what what your school life must have been like around that because I imagine it must have been a similar thing where like everybody knew who your dad was and uh, like, like wrestling was so huge at that point it, that was I think the, the peak of the attitude era and that sort of thing um so I just wondered if you could give us an idea of, of sort of what it was like with that sort of that sort of fame and 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 sort of everyone knowing who he was really uh I mean sometimes kids like they they weren't really like they didn't really give me the time of day until like they saw my dad or they're like oh my god so that either happened or kids would be nasty and would be like well what your dad does is fake my dad could beat up your dad like <laughs> like that it was like huh okay uh but you know for the most part it was it was very positive um you know it was lots of kids they they were always just like can i have an autograph can i have your dad's autograph so it was a lot of that and yeah. uh or, would ask me like can I have wrestling tickets and I'm like uh I'm like 11 I don't know what to tell you here <laughs> but <clears throat> it was a lot of a lot of that and then some kids would see my dad and they'd be like they'd be like terrified of him they'd be like oh my god this guy's huge mostly like my friends my girls that were my friends that were girls would be like oh my god your dad but then the boys would be like oh he's awesome I thought your dad boy or you know whenever I'd go to like my friend's house or they had a brother it'd always be like that LGN rubber action figure you know my mm. dad first <laughs> yeah. one yeah you always see I'd always see that one uh, I'd be like oh my god you got my dad that's your dad, <laughs> yeah, dad. um so that was okay uh, that was that was fun uh, but then when he died uh like I got you know going having to go to school with that mm. and questions and you know some people said nasty things and some people it's just it wasn't fun no i can, I can understand it wasn't you know i didn't i didn't ask for that mm. uh so there was there was good and then there was not so good yeah um so something we like to do uh, whenever we get guests on the show is we we open up questions to reddit over on squared circle um, and obviously when we when we brought your name up you had a really good response and you know oh, good. 
My, my favourite being um, from The Matchmaker, who asked, you know, due to your heritage, um, obviously you mentioned that kind of tri-citizenship, you know, what, um, which wrestling scene would you say you feel the most at home in? You know, British, mm-hmm. Canadian, American, you know, what do you consider to be, like, your, your place? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Going to go with American, mm-hmm. because what I was brought up with, yeah. a close second, because you know, when I was in England, I got to experience all that. And, you know, now a lot of those wrestlers, they're in NXT UK and, you know, they're, they're doing really good. And I got to see like, you know, firsthand years ago and you just never know what's going to happen or, and that happened. So, uh, America and then England, sorry, Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So another one we, we had from Reddit was, um, just mentioning you, you sort of the work you've done recently with WWE, um, obviously on the on the docu series that we mentioned before um and the sort of the question he put to us is um is there any potential for for any future sort of deals or work uh, between you and wwe you, you never know you never <laughs> know all i can say is you guys are going to be seeing a lot more of me <laughs> maybe not a lot lot <laughs> of me so uh you never know well that's definitely a good thing hopefully <laughs> we get to see that um <laughs> So um, another one we had, uh, again, Reddit. Um, so obviously Davey, you know, passed away at such a young age and, uh, you know, it did take the whole wrestling world by, by shock. Um, you know, did you know how much longer maybe Davey had planned to wrestle for or how, he, you know, if you could choose how he would have wanted to end it? Uh, I, it's a tough call because when he was last with WWE, his contract was going to expire 2004. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from there, I don't know if he would have continued on, but I know wrestling, he would have done something, like whether it was like a trainer or, but I know he definitely, he wanted to like open a gym and he wanted to open a wrestling school. So he wanted to do that. Uh, Those were two things he wanted to do. And I know he wanted to do, get more into like the the media and do things on TV and do film work. But he he wanted to do uh, like stunt work. Cause he was like, you know, you can throw me through a table or throw me through. A <laughs> I don't care. Uh, and he, he loved, you know, those like Arnold and uh, Rob Van Dam, Jean-Claude, sorry, Jean-Claude, <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Dam movies. Uh, like he loved those action and like Dolph Lundgren. I think he would have loved to have been in a movie with him uh, or like Arnold Sylvester Stallone. And uh, I know he was always trying to like have his physique, like, he was always trying to change it, like in his last years of his life. I remember he saw Hulk Hogan on TV in like 2002, and he was like, I've been working to get my body like that. But it's just crazy because like you'd think like Davey was like content, but he was like always trying to change and evolve and do something different. Uh, so yeah, definitely he would have continued in wrestling in some capacity, but he would have, uh, oh, he would have for sure done all like appearances everywhere, for sure. For sure. Davey would have been at Liverpool next. <laughs> would have been 100%. I would have been his little helper, but he, he would have been. Uh, so, yeah. Awesome. Um, so, just again, uh, apologies, um, doubling back a little bit, but you've mentioned um, the the wrestling scene a few times. Um, and obviously, we've talked about the likes of MLW. We talked about WWE. Do you have a, a sort of, do you follow wrestling in, in its current form? Do you have any particular shows you watch? Do you watch WWE or AEW even or anyone like that? I watch uh, WWE. Uh, sometimes like with Raw, because it is three hours, like I might like stop and then I'll watch the rest of it like the next day or when I can. But I do watch Raw 
and I do watch AEW, and Harry and I watch AEW Dark, and uh, we watch all the WWE pay-per-views. But WWE and AEW are the, the two I watch, for sure. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, certainly the two we watch as well. <laughs> we, we cover them every week on, on the podcast, so um, it's, it's hard not to. The, I mean, the, there's obviously this Wednesday Night War that they, they call it at the minute between the two. Um, so it's it, just watching the rivalry alone is is interesting one. Um, I, I noticed, uh, again, you, you mentioned Harry then. Um, are, are you, is he watching AEW with any sort of interest to maybe be in an AEW? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm the wrong person to ask for that, but I think he's definitely, you know, his, his contract is coming to an end soon. And, you know, he's got, I think he's got a lot to think about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Thanksgiving has just been, well, in Amer- I don't know whether you celebrated American or, but obviously in Canada it's October, right? Um, it's yeah. like a little bit before, but um, obviously we may, you know, being part of this crazy family that, that that you're from have you got any particularly interesting uh, holiday stories of um thanksgivings christmases and times gone by for uh, <laughs> um <laughs> well harry did a couple years ago there was like these two people that were uh so you guys have seen like uh christmas vacation right you know yeah. like uncle oh yeah so there there was like a guy at our christmas dinner who's you know harry's right hand man and uh he's a lot like uncle ed and then there's another guy that you know, he's very big into the wrestling scene there. And he's kind of like, um, I don't know, something that would be like in dinner with schmucks. I don't know if you've ever, but my family <laughs> interesting and wrestling, I think, in- attracts interesting people. Mm-hmm. And they were at the dinner time. And I think my brother, like, deliberately kind of, like, made some heat against them. They were kind of, like, getting in each other's faces. And then what Harry did what, at Thanksgiving was he switched their phones. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, Oh, one of them, their phone, their ringtone was dogs barking. And so the guy was trying to call his phone. The other guy had it. And he was like, I'm hearing dogs barking. What's going on? But you can imagine like Uncle Ed being like, what the, what? What is that? They were like, what did you do? Why did you do this? That's my phone. You stole, you stole my phone. And he was like, it's just like, but that, like, that was hilarious. And like, that was it was all handled fine, and they were just kind of like, well, give me my phone back, give me my phone back. <laughs> like, you stole it. Yeah, you wanted it. You wanted my numbers on my phone. Like, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. On Thanksgiving, that was, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so I'm, uh, I'm obviously mindful that we're, we're taking up quite a bit of your time, so um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll stop sort of pestering your questions at this point, and um, I just wonder if you'd, uh, you'd be able to sort of let our listeners know where they can, where they can follow you, where they can follow Davey and um, sort of uh, any sort of merch or anything you want to advertise in that sense, yeah, really. For sure. So uh, my dad's Instagram, it's a, it's a long name, but it was what was available. So it's a, uh, it's at the British Bulldog Davey Boy Smith is his uh, tw- Instagram and his uh, Twitter is at underscore Davey Boy Smith. Facebook, it's just Davey Boy Smith. Uh, and then mine, it's just uh, at Georgia J Smith and uh twitter it's uh, at georgia smith 87 and then facebook.com backslash georgia smith seven i like sevens uh but yeah you can, that's where you can find me and uh keep keep in touch and uh up to date with all my dad's stuff projects it will be announced on his uh, uh social media and on his website also if you guys have any other questions you like you didn't know or want to know on my dad's page there's a frequently asked questions section 
and I, I check it and update it all the time. And, you know, I, I read your questions and I, I try to answer them as best as I can on there. And I get Harry's input and my mom's input as well. And yeah, it's got news as well. My dad's merchandise, his diet, his workout, uh, you know, all, all Davy boy content is there as well. So check that out and put a lot of my heart and soul into it for you guys. And I hope you like it. So thank you very much.